Josh, you were the first to be evicted from the Big Brother house. How are you feeling? A bit stitched up, Amber, to be honest, because the edit wasn't how it seems whatsoever. So I feel like, you know, they did a good TV, but really, this time I was on back from the bus, the bus they ran over me with. Wow, okay, that's interesting to know. And you were part of this J Squad. What was going on there? Okay, Amber, so I walk into the house, right? And I think I need two glasses of red wine, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to keep mine and Rowan. Sam's um, knowing each other's secrets. So the first thing I tell Sam, I was like, pretend we don't know each other because it's not going to be good for our game plan. Um, and then I was like, I went outside and I just told Johnson everything. And um, I was like, dude, this is the thing. I made Big Brother put her on the show so we could hang out because it was peak COVID. And um, I'm on here to show up the kind of person I am, but I packed an overnight bag to go on the show because I was one of the primary carers of my friend dying of cancer. So I never intended to save the duration. I just wanted to use Channel 7 to hang out with, with, with Sam for a little while and um, had organised it. What? Are you so, serious? I, 100%. I wouldn't, yeah. Yeah, I mean, what do you do? But I was pretty lonely from COVID for about two years just essentially being a primary carer. And I bounced it off my friend. I was like, hey, Big Brother's approached me to go on their show. I don't think I can do it because I don't want to leave you. And he goes, I'll, I'll still be here when you get back. So why don't you get them to do something that you want? And I was like, what, Jenny? He goes, why don't you get them to put Sam on the show? Because me and Sam had hung out a couple of months before that. And um, he just saw how happy I was. And so I was like, Jeffy, that's genius. And I was like, I'll be right back. And so that's what I organised. That's what I did. I pack an overnight bag. I go in there to hang out. And when she says that she doesn't feel the same way, I'm like, I totally respect that. I also don't really want to be here because my granddad had a stroke two days ago and my best friend's dying of cancer. So I don't think I can survive in here because I can't. My, my heart's not in it. My head's not. And um, so, yeah, I pretty much campaigned really hard to leave and they didn't show that. But I make people shake my hand saying, please send me home. And um, they do. Oh, my God. And so you actually made them put Sam on the show so you could hang out. That was like your tactic to, you know, to, to get on the show. You were like, well, if you want me, you need to put Sam on so I can see her. Yeah. So they approached me for Survivor first by stumbling across my Instagram and they were just like, you are batshit crazy. Not even the bats in China would want to bite you. And I was just <laughs> like, yeah, I know. And so they were like, will you do Survivor? And this is this is a bit of a shocker, but I'm, the, I'm not the craziest person out of even my siblings. <laughs> and uh, my sister's actually been on the reality TV show before. She was on First Dates Australia ages ago, and she terrifies me. I love her, but um, I was like to her, I was like, hey, do you want to do Survivor together in this blood one? And she goes, I can't. Like, COVID, I've got a daughter, I'm a hairdresser, I can't do it. And I was like, oh, well, how about you come at me with a $250,000 43-day plan? And um, they call, I, I called him back and said, I'm sorry, I can't do it. And then they said, what about Big Brother? And that's when Jeffy had this idea. He goes, get him to put Sam on. And I said, okay, because we weren't even allowed to cross the border at that stage. So, oh my God. yeah, I bounced the idea off Sam. I said, hey, Sam, before anyone calls you, I want to put you forward to Big Brother to hang out. Is that a good idea? And she's like, oh, my God, I love it. And I was like, pretend. We don't know and you don't know. But I was not going to do the show unless, like, I thought it was going to be the chance of us getting together. Oh, okay. So, so she, actually, she actually knew that, yeah, she already knew about it. So you had contacted her and told her, hey, this is the deal. Yeah, I wasn't supposed to, but I wasn't <laughs> going to be in that situation and um and just, yeah, leave it to chance. So, yeah. And so, so well, you guys, what, dated five months prior? Did it fizzle out or was it was there still kind of contact happening, like, 
what happened, you know, when you were kind of seeing each other and dating? Um, we went dating. So we met six years um, before that on a Tinder date. And we were trying to, mm, like, see each other. But we lived on opposite sides of the city. And it was pretty difficult. And then I got a job in Malaysia. And I was like, oh, Sam, I'll fly you over to come hang out in Malaysia. And I ended up not being able to afford it because I didn't get paid to the end of my contract. And so we fizzled out. I ended up hooking up with my Russian housemate. And um, when I got back to Melbourne, I was just sending her a message. And she was like, nah, I don't feel it. Like, you hurt me. And I was like, it's totally understandable. So a few years go past and... She ends up passing through town. I was like, can I come stay with you? And I was like, absolutely. And stayed with me for like a week. And um, she was on her way moving up to Noosa. And once she moved to Noosa, pretty much like, bam, COVID locked down the borders. And so I was still like, oh, I think I want to pursue this. I had so much fun with you. And yeah, that's essentially like how and why it happened. God, and so, look, you were quite emotional over your feelings. What made you feel so emotional when you were talking to Sam in the Big Brother house? I think I was either explaining about my granddad and my best friend, and I felt like, I felt a bit used in a sense, because I was like, oh, I thought this would be the start of our love story, and then once you got confirmed, you said, I don't want any expectations, and so I was just like, holy cow, am I just here for absolutely no reason? And, um... Essentially, I was. <laughs> yeah, because you you putting in some deep quotes there about the, you know the ocean and the depth of the ocean. That was quite um, that was lovely. Yeah, that's what anno- that's what annoys me is because I was I think I was talking about like my my parents and I wanted what my grandparents have because they are my benchmark of like how you should treat each other in a relationship. Yeah. And um, yeah, I was just like I want that fairy tale love and. That's what I was explaining to her. I was just like, this is how I care. Like, I will move mountains. Like, I, I put you on the bloody show just to hang out for a few days. And um, she's like, I don't feel the same. I was like, that hurts to hear, but I respect that. And I just, I just want to go home because I don't want to be a negative impact. But um, I think there's some more stories that I'm not allowed to tell that, that I was just going to bring up on finale night. Like, just be like, you know what? i got a, I got a bigger bomb to drop here. Oh, my God. Is there anything you can tell me, Josh? Um, no. Let's just say, yeah, no. I'm not even sure if I want to, but it's, uh, yeah, I think someone else will tell that story. Okay. Because it's not necessarily mine to tell. Right. Because, uh, look, we see that Sam is going to get cosy with return housemate Drew. How does that make you feel? Mm. At the time, because this was about seven months ago, because I got, you know, the house, campaigned really hard to keep Sam and Estelle in there. Um, but not that Estelle needed any help whatsoever. She was always going to be safe. And then it was just radio silence from everyone for 30-odd days. And so I'm just there living my life. And um, I get a phone call from one of my Sam's mutual friends being like, oh, she's out of the house. And I was like, that's weird. She hasn't called me. And... Um, I gave her a phone call and she was like, oh, you know, I've just got out. Like, you know, I'm not prepared to talk. And I was like, what? Which I should have respected her a bit more and given her some time. She literally just got out the night before and probably got kicked out at 3 a.m. like I did. <laughs> and um, I was like, why don't you want to talk? And then she's like, oh, a lot of stuff went down. I was like, you jumped into bed with someone, didn't you? She was just like, um, how do you know? And I was just like, I was just a hazarding a guess. And I was really upset. I was actually at a party when we had that phone conversation. 
And I sat in this paddock in Byron and just had a little bit of a cry, being like, oh, I've just embarrassed myself. And I just thought, I want someone to talk to. I just need someone to talk to about this experience that can tell me, like, what goes on. And I kid you not, Joel, who lives in Newcastle, walks in front of me and he goes, hey, Josh. And I thought I just manifested, manifested him out of thin air. I was like, are you real? I had 10 margaritas at that stage. I was like, are you real? And he's just like, yeah. And I took a video of him. And then I played it back to myself on my phone being like, he is real. And I grabbed someone else at this party and I was like, look at this guy. Is he real? And they were just like, yeah. And I thought I was like losing my mind. And so Joel sat down there with me and um, we had a chat. Like literally half an hour after I got off the phone with Sam, not talking to anyone in the house, I bloody had him appear at a party. Wow. And what did he have to say about Sam and Drew? Um, he just explained it a bit. And I was just like, oh, yeah, fair enough. I was just like, oh, well, it hurts. But... You know, we just talked about how crazy the experience was and, you know, how did you feel in the house? And I was like, I just felt like I never settled because I was always everywhere. But what was I was not prepared for because I'd never seen the show before was like your diet changes straight away. You have apples, bananas, pasta, and um, the sleeping is that I've spent the last eight years by myself with my dog. And when you go into the bed, like it was so bright in there. And the bed was so comfortable. I was just sleeping on the floor, making myself a little tent every night. And I don't even think I went to the toilet for the first five days. I was just like, I think with everyone in the house is that you're literally just running on adrenaline um, until you get a chance to kind of settle in. And so every all the ogres like the first week's the hardest, the first week's the hardest. And I was like, I haven't even gone to the toilet this week. And you might need to get that checked out, Josh. Oh, no, they put me a few laxatives along with everyone else. And they were just like, good luck with everything. And I'm like, there's a bloody camera in there. How do I know someone's not watching me go to the toilet? (laughs) So, So, so Josh, are you still, like, in love with Sam or do you still have feelings for Sam? No, not at all. Um, I've got a partner because this is seven months ago. and partner? Yeah, yeah, I've got a partner and it's great. And, yeah, no, I don't, me and Sam don't even talk. That's probably more so me um, pushing her away because she has reached out a few times and I was just like, you know what, I I just don't don't see see a point really. Yeah. Do you think she's still with Drew, or do you know she's still with Drew? Um, she's not. <laughs> <laughs> no, but oh, that's their story to tell, I guess. I've, I've got no idea what happens there, but no, that one didn't last too long. Yeah. Wow. And so would. You have done anything differently if you had your time again? Yes, hundred percent. I mean, when the producers approached me, I should have probably put my crazy sister on and kept that <laughs> a secret because we know we love each other, and like she has such a huge personality that I am dwarfed in comparison to her. But she would have torn the game apart, like yeah. And so I would have just teamed up with her. And um, it would have made for incredible TV. Oh, well, we're sad that we didn't get to see more of you, Josh, and all your antics. Oh, but like when they ask you for the show, like you do, a, do an interview and all that sort of stuff, they're like, what do you bring to the show? And I said, I am a hustler. I don't even think they were realising that I was hustling them to hang out with Sam. And so I told a story about I was living in Sydney. I was a poor model and I had $28 to my name. And my sister, my other sister calls me and she goes, from Melbourne, she goes, babe, what time are you getting to my engagement party tomorrow? Oh. And I was like, what do you mean? And she was like, am I picking you up from the airport? And I totally forgot and I had no money to get there. I was like, do I hop trains? What do I do? And so I went to the um, 
not quite right store. I bought a stamp and two T-shirts from bloody Finney's or something like that. And I went to the Bondi Stretch and I charged people door entry into free pubs and bars. I was like, hi, $25 entry, can't mean free drink, it's valid in one hour. By the time they went in there to check their drink, I was already down to the next street and I made $900 in three hours. I fly home, get a taxi to my sister's engagement party and buy her a present on the way. And she goes, so glad you made it. And I said, no worries. And I ended up living on her couch for the next month. And so they were like, oh, they were like, holy cow. And I was like, yeah, when I was living in China, same thing. I had no money. I ripped open a pillowcase, spray painted the feathers, the feathers silver and sold them as lucky koala feathers for $1 each. And I made about 800 bucks off a pillowcase. Oh, my God. It's, um, yeah. Oh, my God. Well, Josh, I have have two more questions for you, Josh. Yeah. Okay. Can I please get your favourite person in the house? Take Sam out of the equation for everything. Like, favourite person in the house? Go. Reggie, hands down. Yep. And least favourite. Least favourite. I really couldn't get along with Lara. Um, Okay. Oh, man. I just. Yeah, that was that was the one. I was just like, "What are you doing in here?" <laughs> and she thought I was a psychopath too, you know. So oh us two just did not get along. Interesting. Oh well, Josh, you have been a ball. Thank you so much for chatting with me. Anytime, Amber. Thanks, Josh. Have a good one. Yeah, you too. Bye bye. To stay across the latest in entertainment, stars, and reality TV, download the Hit app now.